and welcome to another edition of the Locked on Wizards podcast. Ben Standing here, uh, coming to you from the greater Washington, D.C. area, where it is once again freezing, once again dreary, but uh, we are once again talking about the Washington Wizards. The Wizards held practice today. I'm going to let you know what went on down there, some, an Otto Porter update, and the return of Devin Robinson uh, more on both of those things in just a second. As always, you can find all of our podcasts on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever else you do your podcasting, we should be there. Uh, recent podcasts include Todd Dibus and I, Todd Dibus from the Washington Times, uh, and I talking about potential uh, trade ideas for the Wizards, not just certain players like Memphis's Tyreek Evans, who the Wizards saw just over the weekend, but also the reality of what it would cost, whether it makes sense to go all in, uh, things along those lines. So a, a good, fun podcast there. Check that out wherever you get your Locked on Wizards. Uh, you want to hit me up on Twitter? I am at Ben Standig. You can, of course, follow me also on, uh, you can find me on email, bstandig1 at gmail.com. Always like to hear from you guys what you think, uh, What's interesting to you right now, maybe you don't want to say it in a public forum, you want to hit me up a little more private on email, that's all cool. Uh, I will also quickly just here mention, I've got my uh, got a new Basketball in the DMV podcast episode up, part two of my conversation with the Washington Post's Dan Steinberg, where we did a look back at the year in D.C. sports. Uh, this part two includes Athlete of the Year, among other topics. We also look ahead to 2018. What are the things that we're interested in? Uh, what, and again, this isn't just solely about the Wizards or even college basketball that we talk, but, uh, we, you know, we do talk a little bit about both of those things. John Wall, Kirk Cousins, Bryce Harper, Max Scherzer, uh, college basketball coaches, lo- uh, lo- lots of, lots of fun topics there. Always a great time talking with Dan. So check that out on the Basketball in the DMV podcast, which you can find on patreon.com forward slash Ben Standick part one is open now. That one is open free to the public. So you can check out part one as well. Uh, I will also just quickly mention I had an article up on FanRag Sports over the weekend. It's about Thomas Sadoransky. It's, it's similar to things I've talked about here, but I interviewed him the other day, talked a little, a little bit about his time playing in Spain with Kristaps Porzingis, and I connected it to why I think he is going to be a very interesting player when it comes to what the Wizards do or not do at the NBA trading deadline. You can find that on FanRag Sports. Go to their Wizards tab, and you will find it there. All right, so I mentioned practice. Let's start with the with the main news of the day, and that would be, of course, Otto Porter who did not play in the last game because of a hip, and now we're being told back injury as well. Otto Porter did participate in practice today. Didn't Doesn't sound like he did all of it, according to Scott Brooks, but he was in there enough, and Scott said it was an optimistic sign. Uh, you know, the, the Wizards are off until Wednesday when they play Utah, so you still got a little bit of time to see how, how things go, but at least it appears things are trending in the right direction. Obviously, uh, the Wizards are going to be better off with Otto Porter in the game. The last two games, he did not... He didn't play at all against Milwaukee after not finishing against Memphis, and the Wizards had major fourth quarter scoring struggles in both games. So obviously, getting out of quarterback would, would, in theory, help that cause. Uh, the other thing was we, we we get to practice, we walk into the practice court, and lo and behold, there he is, a guy we've not seen since 
uh, training camp essentially since the preseason. Mr. Devin Robinson, one of, well, now the Washington's only two-way player, the very lengthy, long-legged forward out of the University of Florida. Devin Robinson was there today. I mentioned here on the podcast the other night how Scott Brooks had essentially given us a hint that, that Robinson could be coming up. That has now taken place. Uh, it doesn't sound like it's not going to be a long situation. The, the schedule worked out as such that they that they had a chance to bring Robinson up. And uh, uh, Scott Brooks talked about why, uh, basically a reward to some degree. Uh, but here's the thing. So we got today to talk to Devin Robinson. We also talked to Scott Brooks. Now, that's not unusual for the second part. But it was interesting the way it worked out. <clears throat> we talked to Robinson all about his situation. And for the most part, we only talked to Brooks really about Devin Robinson with a little bit of Otto Porter thrown in there as well. I think I know for my, for, 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 for me, I was excited just to talk about something that wasn't the exact same situation we talk about all the time. You know, we, we had already asked him about, you know, these fourth quarter struggles the last couple of games. We've talked about whatever it is, bench play. How's John Wall's knee? Anything different to me is good, especially in the NBA where you really don't have that many players to talk about. So, I'm basically going to play for you guys, I think pretty much the entire, play for you the entire Devin Robinson media availability, was about four minutes or so, and then basically all of Scott Brooks, because we really did, as a media group, keep it consistent on him. Only other topic we got into is Otto Porter, and I think there's some, at least to some degree, some potential connection there, uh, which I'll get to more in just a second. But let me start off, let me play some Devin Robinson, we'll talk more about him on the other side, but here is... Uh, Wizards two-way player Devin Robinson back with the team at least for a little while. Um, when uh, how did it kind of all go down? When did you know you're coming back? And what have they kind of told you about what to expect now that you're here? Uh, they told me like three days ago uh, that to get ready to come to Washington. Uh, you've been doing well down there, handling your business. And uh, basically, when they told me when I come up here, just to just to get acclimated with the guys again and uh, just just play hard. Just stay in your role and just be a good, uh, good guy in the locker room. When did you kind of get over the foot injury? It seems like uh, we saw, obviously, the dunk you had the other day. It seems like you uh, must be 100% at this point. Yeah, it just, over time, it just needed to heal. And then once I got more and more on the court, probably like two months ago, and when they took off my limit restriction in the D-League, and uh, I was just I was just going from there. You know, I was just working hard, you know, strengthening, and then, once I felt like it was 100%, I just took off with it. How much were you focused on shooting and making threes while you were down there? A lot. I still focus on it to this day. You know, every day I just shooting down there with my coach, getting extra reps, and just knowing my role, I'm going to play up here and just implement it and put it down there, you know. So I've been focusing a lot on my threes, defense, and playing with energy. What would you say your comfort level is at, at that range now versus maybe right at the draft time or right after you're out of school? Oh, I'm real, comf- uh, real comfortable right now. Uh, Coming out, of, coming out of college, it was, it was tough. You know, I was, I don't know how guys shoot this at a high level. You know, it's a way of shooting air balls left and right. You know, but uh, I'm, I'm real comfortable now, and uh, I figured it out in mechanics. And just now it's all about repetition. Did you have a standard protocol you do every day? We always talk about someone says 500 shots a day or this a day or whatever. We'll, we'll I just do form shooting and uh, work my way out, and then just just shoot probably 200, 203 a day. You know. Shooting, shooting, uh, moving threes, stay, uh, staying in threes, you know, just, just working every day. Just every day, do the same routine. Four games, after games, before practice, after practice, just keep, just keep shooting a lot of threes and it's going, like, adding my game, you know. You, uh, 
you're hitting, I think, about 40% from three. You, you put them some points. So, so basic basketball stats look good. But in terms of, I guess, practicing what they're doing here, how has that been going? Because obviously you're sort of a man, a man of that country on some level. I know you've got some help, but how is that going trying to figure out what they're doing here to, so we are ready if, if needed. Yeah, uh, my, my coaches and, and, and the coaches here, they definitely uh, communicate a lot. So they tell me what I need to know, send me stuff about plays and stuff like that and things to do on and off the court to uh, help me prepare for this level right here. So, yeah, they definitely communication has helped me with the resources I do have down there and just, just trying to help me every day is communicate and just tell me what to do. And uh, I do it down there, same thing they do up here. Have you had somebody with you from this organization while you've been in the G League, or has it just been? Oh, uh, it's been on and off. You know, I had, I had a coach down there with me, but one of the coaches used to work here like two years ago. Uh, he he was, he's down there with me now, so he knows everything. So I just work with him, and he stays in contact with the coaches up here, and uh, he knows what to do. What would you say your role is with the team now that you're back? Just be a good guy in the locker room. Do do whatever they need me to do. Uh, bring good energy. And uh, just just help everybody stay positive and just keep the ball going. Don't don't hold the team back from the success they've been having and uh, just fit just fit in. In terms of fitting in, I guess we're getting to positionless basketball on some level. But that said, where do you kind of think you are right now on the court? I'm Otto Porter didn't play in the last game, so there could be some minutes at the three. But where do you kind of feel you are right now, uh, position wise on the court? I have no idea. Whatever whatever <laughs> Coach Brooks wants to put me, I'm a, I'm gonna go in there and play that position to the fullest. All right, there you go, uh, Wizards two-way player Devin Robinson. Uh, you, you heard mentioned in there that you know, we, we just talked generally about his stats. Let me just read a couple of them off to you. In 22 games, and as a reminder, he essentially missed the entire training camp and preseason with a foot injury, but eventually healed up enough and they sent him down to play for the Delaware 87ers in the G League, as a reminder, the Wizards do not have a, have their own team, so they had to send them somewhere, hence the general point of that conversation. Uh, Devin Robinson averaged 13.5 points, 5 rebounds in 22 games. He averaged 25 minutes in those games, shot 40.8% from 3 and 52% from the field, Overall, 84% from the free throw line. So just at a base level, those are some very good shooting numbers for Robinson. You know, he's 6'8", but wow, he really, he's 6'8", super skinny, super long legs. Uh, you know, I, I think you heard me in there sort of say to Scott, uh, actually, I, actually, you, you didn't hear that because I didn't ask yet. When I get to Scott Brooks, I sort of ask about where, where does he see him play? I asked Devin Robinson that as well. Um, the um, you just look at him. He look. He seems taller because of, because he's so much so much leg uh, with, 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 with him. But he's definitely a skinny guy. So yeah, the three spot is, is where it probably makes sense. And I, I looked back at the uh, his profile pre draft from DraftExpress.com, which is now morphed in with ESPN, and it talked about how uh, not much of a of a playmaker, uh, in fact, one, one thing it says, he was typically unreliable as a playmaker, evidenced by his poor 4.8 assists rate, 4.8% assist rate, which is the worst mark among all wings or forwards in the Draft Express Top 100 prospect rankings. Um, in addition to his underdeveloped feel for the game, Robinson struggles to create much as a slasher with a man on his hip, largely due to his struggles playing through contact and desire to load up off of two feet rather than elevate to finish off one. 
Florida found a way to hide some of Robinson's deficiencies by allowing him to play consistent minutes at the power forward position, which may, may very well be his most advantageous position at the NBA level, as he'll have more space to operate and more time to get off his jumper. Now, uh, that, that that's an interesting point because you you know you are you do typically expect your three man to be able to put the ball on the deck, and that's one of the things we've seen more from Otto Porter this year, and it's been key to what the Wizards can do. It's why they you know feel a little bit more comfortable using Otto Porter with the bench unit as, as sort of the main piece there. So. Uh, look, again, is Devin Robinson even going to play while he's up here this stint? Outside of a blowout situation, probably not. Uh, but it, it's just interesting to, to see where he's at, um, and, and that they felt, uh, that they feel it's a good time to bring him up. Uh, let's get into some more here though about Devin Robinson. Let's get to Scott Brooks. We asked him a bunch of questions about Robinson as well as well as some Otto Porter talk in here. So here's Scott Brooks at today's practice talking Devin Robinson's recall and Otto Porter's injury. Since, since we just talked to uh, to Devin Robinson, uh, you mentioned the other day it's possible he could be up. Obviously, he is. I kind of knew that at that time, but I, I didn't want to tell you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, yeah, he, he just said he had heard about it a few days ago. But uh, told me what was the decision to call him up and what's your sense of using him while he's here? Just from the, all the hard work he's put put in in the D-League. He's out of the G-League. He's been playing playing well, playing hard. Uh, all the coaches um, that he's playing for are very happy with him, the way he's working, the way he's practicing. I think he needs to be rewarded. Um not going to be long, just a couple of days and and and, and a game, and then he's going to go uh, back down and play in the showcase in uh, Toronto. So it's it's going to be a great opportunity for him just to see what we're doing and and for us to see his progress up um, up live and close. It seems like uh, through this part of the season, a lot of what you guys thought he could do is translated. He's got his bounce back from the injury. He's hitting threes. Um, how would you kind of evaluate his first few months there? Um, played well, you know, he's active, he's, uh, he's, he's fast, he runs the court, he's, I didn't realize that he can shoot the ball as well as he has, he's shooting, I think, over 40% from the three, which is, that's a, it's a great number, he has, keep working on that, and, uh, he just needs experience, I think he has a chance to be an NBA player for a long time, uh, our job is to work, work with him and keep developing him, and, and hopefully that that can happen. Uh, he's not he's not afraid of work. I know that he comes in and he's early. He leaves late and he gets the work done in practice. I thought he had a great practice today. Is he somebody? If I don't, we'll ask you guess about Otto in a second. But is he somebody if you needed another wing? Uh, you know that sort of has that three spot that he would fit in there, or where do you? If not, where do you see him uh, out there on the court? I mean, it's definitely something to consider. That's what he plays. He can play uh, the wing and. If, we need a stretch four, the way he's shooting the ball. He doesn't have the, the strength to guard some of the other fours in the league, but I think through experience he's going to be able to be able to manage that with his quickness. Um, auto practice, um, you know, the early parts of practice, and then we set him out the during the scrimmage, and he's feeling a lot better. But bringing, bringing Devin up had nothing to do with autos uh, being out last game. We had that. Uh, on the schedule, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we were looking at those dates as a possible date that Devin will be able to uh, come up here and play with us. So I've seen hip and back. Is it yeah. is that the deal? Hip mm-hmm. and back, or just hip? Just back. back. I think it was uh, started with the hip and the back tightened up. So he's like I said, he's practiced, did some of the early um, 
scrimmage work and our warm up and our our offensive sets, and then he didn't uh, set them out on on our part. Uh, just not to give the full contact yet. Uh, we'll see how he feels, and hopefully tomorrow he does everything. Since Otto has had hip issues pretty much throughout his playing career, uh, outside of normal treatment that guys would get, does the team have to do anything special to manage his problems? I think we do. I mean, with all the players, our job is to try to keep all the players healthy and fresh throughout the year, and and each guy has things that we work on and, and isolate and specialize certain areas, and there's no question, Otto, we're always working with his flexibility and his core uh, so he can play. Like last year, he played most of the season. Hopefully this this season, he does the same. He's missed a couple of games here and there. Um Nothing to be overly concerned, but you know we like to have him on the court as much as we can because uh, he does make a difference. His ability to stretch the floor, floor. Um, but yeah, he's feeling a lot better today. That's all we're we're going on. Scott, Devin said that there was a, a coach who was here a couple of years ago who's been down working with him on occasion. Um, can you elaborate on that and also how much you're able to get what you and your staff? want him to do down there and, and make it even despite, as we've talked about in the past, that the organization doesn't have a specific team yet. He's just out with a random team. Yes. Um, yeah, he works with all of our coaches. You know, we do have a, a coach that goes down with them uh, time to time. Um, but yeah, we, we just feel that, you know, without our team, we have to uh, have a coach with them at time to time. But uh, I'm thankful for the coaches that he plays with because um, they they work them, they yeah. treat them um, like they should treat them with a, a, a lot of toughness and, and make them go through everything and, and develop them and get them better because every player in the G, uh, G League want they want to be NBA players and as coaches they want to be NBA coaches also so everybody's developing their skill set and but we're happy with his progress they've done a great job with them and hopefully. You know, we can improve it during the three or four days that he's with us here. Um, and then he goes back down and, and plays some more. Is your guy, like the Wizards guy, is he allowed in 87ers? No, I'm sorry, 87ers, right? Is he allowed in practices? Uh, yes, yes. I mean, it's real open door, and it's they've been very uh, generous with our whoever we bring down there. Uh, but we, li- we like it. We like the... I like to develop players, and it's a big part of it. We don't want to just send send them away and 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 not um, get updated. Or we get all the reports, and all the reports have been great. He's all the coaches really love his work ethic and his uh, his enthusiasm. His his shot has improved, and just hopefully he keeps getting better. Who knows? I, like I said, I think he's an NBA player, but there's a, there's a lot of work to be done, and hopefully we can get him there. You guys have an open two-way spot right now. I know in season, say for the draft prospects, you're probably not really looking at that too much. But since this is actually part of the roster, is that something you're a little more active in? Uh, especially you got the showcase coming up. That's something you're paying more attention to. Is well, Ernie, Ernie, and the staff. That's what they're. I mean, that's what they're looking at. They're, if we want to fill that spot, we can. Uh, it's there. It's um, but. If we don't see anybody that's going to have a chance to make our team down the line, and it's still it's still a long shot. I mean, it's it's hard to be an NBA player, and it's hard to make it 
Uh, when you're not drafting, it's hard to make it. When you're not on a team, your first year or second, it's just hard. But we still got to uh, explore everything and give everybody a, a chance to, to improve and get better. And I, I really like what, what we've seen in, in Devin. But if there's another guy out there that has a chance to, to make our team uh, this summer and over uh, next season, we definitely will look at it. So, all right, so there you have it, Scott Brooks. Uh, you know, I, I think among the things interesting to me about this, I mean, look, you've heard me talk about this a lot, obviously, the fact that, you know, they don't have a G League team, so they had to send Devin Robinson down. Look, you hope that the Wizards are, are, can, can in fact, get him up to speed with, with what they're trying to do with a coach going there and helping him out. It's obviously not the same as... Playing your own team, your own facility, your own coaches, your own trainers, all that stuff. But, you know, by next year, the Wizards should be out of that situation. And, and, and you know, we'll be headed towards having their own G League team, obviously, the Capital City Go-Go's. In any event, it's interesting that David Robinson is up. Uh, excited, just like I said, to talk about something different beyond Wall, Beal, Otto, Mahimi, Gortat, etc., so, uh, good for that. Uh, you know, like I said, I doubt we're going to see him actually play in the game. But, uh, at the moment, if in fact Otto Porter somehow couldn't go, they at least have another wing player they could turn to. I, I, no idea if Scott Brooks would do it. But at least for the moment, they do on the, uh, up with the team, they do have a player that can play the three behind Otto Porter and Kelly Oubre, something they have essentially not had most of this year. Uh, I should also mention Chris McCullough, I didn't see him myself, but was told he was in the building. Apparently, he was only in the building just in a passing through sense to gather some of his things. Both of these guys will be going to the G League showcase up in Toronto uh, next week. So, And that's an opportunity to for, for the, all of the league to look at some of the best players in the G League. I mentioned this previously. With, with Michael Young gone, the Wizards now have a chance to add another player if they so desire. Uh, so, you know, this is a chance for them to take a closer look at some of the better players available. All right, let's uh, end it there. Uh, again, that's your Devin Robinson update that you've been all waiting for, clearly. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I'm sure that I'm sure that is uh, the case for most of you. Many thanks to um, everybody for listening. Check out the podcast on iTunes or anywhere else you're doing your podcasting. And until next time, see ya. Deal gets open for three. Dagger! Long drive, long bounce shot. Dagger!